0: Welcome back to Other People's Lives. I'm Greg Dybeck.
1: I'm Joe Santagato. And if you're listening to this, you can watch us on YouTube, youtube.com slash other people's lives. And also go check out our Patreon for some extra content.
0: Yes. A lot of extra content now. Good stuff. We kind of revamped it. Yep. We've got some, some good bi-weekly content for you. And uh, today we have the guests on the line. Can you tell us what we'll be talking
1: about today?
2: Um, derealization. Okay.
1: So... Derealization. I have no idea what that means. So can you kind of explain for someone who has no like prior knowledge of what this is, kind of what uh, it is that you're dealing with?
2: Sure. So um, it's like a mental health thing, I guess. Um, And like the dictionary definition is a feeling that one's surroundings aren't real. Um, But for me, I guess it's like Uh, more of like a coping mechanism for other mental health stuff that I have going on. Now,
1: when you you say like you you think that it's not real, like what what do you you mean by that?
2: So um, it's kind of like not like I think it's not real, like obviously I know the world around me exists and is real, but um, it's just like sort of like a, a disconnected feeling, I guess, like sort of like a third person like out of body type of thing.
0: Yeah. So I was reading about it before and it's it really is hard to wrap your mind around. So it's kind of the feeling of like, I guess, a dissociation from your real life or kind of like you're an observer of your life, but like not in your body. It's almost like an outer body experience. I know these things sound really out there, but I guess one of the examples I saw is like a daydream is sort of an example of like how we dissociate in life so like we've all dissociated like we've all had those moments of like a daydream where you just kind of slip into this like
1: Mm -hmm.
0: non-reality of your reality like you know it's real but it's it's just like foggy like you're almost like floating um and I guess derealization is more of like chronic I don't want to say chronic daydreams but that like chronic feeling of um being of like dissociation does is that kind of accurate right
2: yeah that makes sense um the best way that I usually describe it is it's sort of like um like a video game like you're watching everything and like you can interact with stuff around you and you're controlling your like character I guess but there's still sort of like a like a disconnect from things that are going on
1: so which what kind of things do you feel like you're you're disconnected from or is it just it's just everything
2: Um, Yeah, pretty much just everything so 24 7 you
1: feel like you are instead of being yourself You're controlling some sort of character
2: Uh, yeah, pretty much. I it's not as much anymore Um, it's gotten a lot better recently, but it used to be like pretty bad like constantly. Yeah So what,
1: what does that do for your kind of quality of life because i'm trying to picture like you know, I mean, at least for me, sometimes in daydreams, like I'll be able to see myself instead of seeing it through my own eyes. I can like look at myself in a way of of doing something. Is that kind of like how it
2: is? Or I just kind of want to know like how it affects your day to day. Right. So um, it it affects a lot of like memory stuff. Um, Like a lot of my memories are really foggy or a lot of them are like in third person, like Um, All of my dreams and stuff, I don't know how it is for everybody else, but are all like in third person, like I'm watching myself doing things instead of like seeing it through my own eyes.
0: This is one of those episodes where we're going to talk through this a lot because it's like similar to Aphantasia, Mm -hmm. I think, um, which is, if you haven't listened to that episode, kind of the lack, lacking a mind's eye. So the ability to visualize something in your mind, like call you know, a picture of your mother to, you know, mine. And this is just one of those things that I think is so hard to understand if you're not experiencing it. Um, But with that said, I'm really excited to be having this conversation because I did uh, look up and see that derealization is the third, I believe, most common mental health symptom after anxiety and depression. So it actually is extremely common. And I think similar to aphantasia, it's something that a lot of people haven't been able to kind of define for themselves yet. Um, So I wouldn't doubt if a lot of people are kind of listening to this right now and some of this sounds familiar to how they feel, but maybe they're unaware that it's a strange feeling or not how everyone feels.
1: Yeah, and and I also wanted to know how you personally came to find out that you had derealization this is this is something i heard about today so I, I how did you figure out like oh this is an actual thing that i have
2: um so the first time it really happened it was sort of like um like i thought it was a panic attack at the time because um i think i was like grade eight maybe so i hadn't really like experienced a lot of mental health stuff before um so, yeah, it was just, like, a really weird, like, out-of-body experience. And then it didn't really happen again until um, until I went to college. And then in college, it was kind of, like, my, just, like, my normal.
0: So, it was kind of like an episode at first. Right. So, this wasn't always the norm as you understood it. It, it happened to you as kind of a panic attack would come on you realize that this was kind of a different sensation that you've never experienced and then in college it started becoming the
1: normal for you yeah how long did this episode last
2: um the first one was probably only a couple hours I would think
1: so what is that like I want I'm curious about that transition of like you fall into this feeling of you're looking at yourself and you're not yourself you're just this character and the world is kind of happening around you and then what is it like transitioning back into oh wait no that was just like something that happened like what was that kind of experience like
2: yeah um well it's not even really like a hard like one second i'm in it the next i'm not it kind of like fades in and out um and sometimes i don't even notice it um and then i'll like realize that oh i've been zoned out for the past like five hours and like i don't know what Like, like I've just missed out on five hours and I don't really remember what happened.
0: So it's like, I don't want to call it a blackout because you're still functioning as you normally would. Is it just not like you're not truly present in the moment? Like you're what you're experiencing isn't really translating into like a memory. Maybe like you're not getting like the same emotional stimulation you would get from a situation if you weren't experiencing derealization.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and a lot of times um, it's hard for me to have like really long conversations and like listen to somebody else talk for a long time. Cause I just like space out and there's been like so many times I just like miss people talking to me and I just like forget everything that they said. Cause I just like, wasn't really there.
0: It's, yeah. This so
1: is... you also said that, you know, it's starting to happen like a, you have a little more control over it, it's happening less than it once was. Uh what do you kinda attribute that to?
2: Um, I think it just got bad in college because um it could have been like I it was my first time away from home. Um, or like I wasn't really in a great relationship at the time, or it could have been like lack of sleep. Um Yeah, it could have been a lot of stuff, but uh, I'm back home now and working. So um, I guess I'm just back where I'm comfortable. So it just like hasn't I haven't like needed it, I guess.
0: Yeah. And I did read that, too, that it's like I think a lot of times for people there was maybe like a past trauma in their life and they start to develop it because it is quite literally kind of numbing the world around them and then kind of lessens you know, certain experiences are thinking about a trauma or experiencing certain anxieties and stuff like that. So I, are you saying it could be similar for you where it's like in more uncomfortable situations? Um, it's sort of like, I don't want to call it a coping mechanism. You're not, you're also not doing it intentionally, but something that does help you cope with, you know, stress or discomfort.
2: Yeah. I think in, um, in times where I'm like having a lot of anxiety, it comes on to sort of like, Like it's my brain's way of protecting me, I guess. um, So that I'm like, I don't really have to deal with what's going on around me. Um, But also it can cause a lot of anxiety for me when like when I notice that it's happening. um, And then I'm like trying to force myself to be present. It -hmm. just sort of makes it worse.
0: It makes it worse.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: So you don't really, really have any control over... Uh, if you can snap yourself in and out of it
2: um no not really um and i've tried different things like for some people paying attention to it like that um does help and can like get them out of it um like there's this thing called grounding where um you like name five things around you that you can see four that you can touch three you can hear two you can smell and one you can taste and it just kind of like brings you back into um like the present moment rather than being like daydreaming i guess um but yeah for me that like paying attention to it made it worse more than better this may
1: be hard to answer but when you're in that sort of state what about it is scaring you or causing anxiety like do you feel like you're alone or do you feel like your life is a lie or something like, what is the reason why that it causes anxiety? If you could pinpoint that.
2: Um, I'm not really sure. I guess it's just because, um, like I, uh, yeah, I don't know.
0: I, I don't know if this is kind of off all like off base, but I guess the only thing that I can think of is, you know, when you experience sudden bad news or like tragic news, or like I can think of the moment when, you know, like getting a call from my mom and it's like, you know, your grandma passed away, like things that are just such a shock to the system that you're not expecting. And I feel like I've gone through kind of episodes in those moments where you really feel like you turn numb, you know, like you get, you get news like that and it's just like the world literally becomes, like, less vivid, or you just are sort of in this daydream. Like, you're just walking along, and, like, these other people don't matter. Nothing matters. Like, you're stuck in this fog of, like, shock that it just kind of turns off. Like, your environment, like, turns off, and it becomes not important. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if that's, like, a similar sensation, but, like, that's one that I can kind of pinpoint where I've truly truly like in those moments felt a change like walking through the world just feels different and it's so hard to describe but you just you know that it's not like you know you're not just like interacting with the world the way you normally would
1: Mm.
2: yeah I think that um that describes it pretty accurately so yeah I guess just like being disconnected and and like realizing that I'm not really fully living present is what scares me
0: yeah, and some other examples, too. Um, I'm just kind of, like, listing off examples because, like, maybe it will register with different people listening, but, like, things I've read or people explaining it were also, like, when you wake up from a nap and you're sort of, like, disoriented and it's, like, you're kind of, like, coming back into that reality but you're not, like, fully focused yet and, like, you haven't regained, like, all your senses. Um, also, like, seeing a movie in the daytime or, like, say you were, like, out in the sun, like all day and then you come back into your house and your house isn't dark but it's like that transition of the light to like being outside to being inside or like being in a dark movie theater to finally walking outside it's like you have to take a moment to regroup yourself you know it's Mm -hmm. like okay my like surroundings are kind of hazy right now and i've seen i've read about people even experiencing visual effects with this like really not seeing color as much or not being able to notice those things Mm. um And yeah, it's just, it's, I think it's interesting to me because of how common it seems it is. Um, But so, so hard to describe.
1: Yeah. So uh, other than grounding though, with these, this experience when you're like kind of in it, is there any other ways to kind of get a hold of it? Like, is there like, does therapy help? Is there any medication or is there any sort of meditation or any, you know, ways to kind of get a better grip of it?
2: um i'm sure there is lots of stuff that people have found that work um but i haven't really found anything that works for myself yet i just kind of have to let it pass and just hope that it's not a permanent thing again
1: so now it's but you say it's uh, a couple of hours it usually lasts
2: um yeah about that
1: what's the longest that it's that it's been for you
2: um well like I said in college it was pretty much 24 7 so probably like a few months at a time wow
0: is it something you're experiencing right now or no because you're home um, and comfortable
2: I am a little bit right now but just because I am a little anxious for this phone call but
0: <laughs> and and what does that feel like exactly
2: um I uh another way I like to explain it is it's sort of like when you look at yourself in the mirror when you're drunk and it's like everything seems sort of off and like you don't really recognize yourself but it's it's like that feeling but without being drunk <laughs>
0: That's such a vivid example. I can see that. I've yeah. had many moments like that.
2: I've done
1: weird shit, too, where, like, you you see yourself in the mirror, and then for a second you're like, is this what people see, or am I completely different to other people? Right. Like, you start to feel like, am I yeah. the only one seeing this version, or do yeah. other people see a different version, you know? Yeah. But I think that's just, like, a but that, for me, at least, in my personal, like – you know, experiences like I'll do that and go. That's dumb, and then I just move on with my life. Right. Because, but it's like weird stuff like that will pop up. Or before we called you, we I was also talking about how um, I'll get random thoughts of being like I don't know if you're familiar with the, the movie The Truman Show, but his, basically the, his entire life is like a 24/7 movie kind of. And uh, I was like, are people watching me? Like, is this all real? Like, is there like scientists behind some fucking? like glass like staring at me and like those are the only times i have those little bouts of like which kind of feel like derezation but i also am able to kind of be like okay that's not that's just you your mind letting your mind go right and i don't know if that's exactly uh or if it's you know whatever it is but i do feel like i guess that's my way of kind of being able to understand what it's like but i guess the difference is not being able to detach from those thoughts or like control them Mm. you know
2: yeah that um yeah that's pretty much what it feels like um and uh because of that like uh i think there it was one of the flat earth episodes where um you were talking about like the world being a simulation or something and oh, like yeah. stuff like that i just like i can't watch that at all because like i'll just have a panic attack like i just can't handle it
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i can see how that gets your memory jogging and you're like oh my god and then it's like you talk about like space and like all these stuff
2: so, like that stuff kind of
1: stuff makes me nervous too because you it's you know it's completely out of your control and i'm a control freak so that's why like i don't necessarily enjoy yeah. it either but um, especially
0: if you're already feeling like you're not present or connected. or even
1: in control of your own body i guess yeah yeah
0: Yeah, that drunk example is a good one because it's like you... I feel like we do do weird things in the mirror too. Like you said, you're almost like proving to yourself you're you. You know, it's weird. Yeah. Um, Right,
2: it's like it's like tricking yourself in the mirror like if i move fast is my reflection going to move too or like yeah yeah
1: i've definitely done yeah, that. yeah yeah yeah
2: <laughs> i've definitely done that like
0: but oh, i can yeah. my
1: eyes keep up or like you know
0: oh you make the weirdest faces
1: or you like talk to yourself like what the hell are you saying oh yeah you know? random yeah. accents like random accents i don't know i have yeah. done some weird stuff i've done you? weird stuff
0: yeah that yeah that would be like a funny show if you could just like if there's like a camera well i guess there can be a camera in a bathroom but just like a two-way mirror of like watching what drunk people do in the mirror i have I a
1: question i have a question and for in a, in a way it's kind of for for both of you here but like something like derealization like the fact that it's so common and we have all these examples and i'm like oh well i have this um example of it and it comes in like these little mini bouts or whatever and you and we can all agree that we've all talked to ourselves in the mirror and like it we've had that little feeling at what point does it become like normal and not a condition you know what i'm saying where other people have the condition where they don't have it
0: i think from my understanding from what i read um I we it's it's a sensation that we all experience like dissociation Mm -hmm. is is an actual sensation that like humans feel it's like the reason we daydream get disoriented it's what we feel when we're drunk sometimes like it is something that we all have I don't think there's anyone who's like never experienced that Um, but it's the fact that it's this like recurrent and chronic thing that makes it like more of like a disorder gotcha you know because like yeah you you're not daydreaming for three months yeah. like she is for example it's uh i think that's what makes the difference but it is interesting because we're all capable of feeling that sensation it's just i guess the idea of getting stuck in it i don't know
1: that that's my understanding of it okay <laughs> well all right I, I understand um all right so how often do you say, would you say that it happens now because you said it was happening 24 four seven for about three months so now is it something that happens every single day a couple times a day or just like maybe once or twice a week
2: um it could just be that i'm like getting used to it and i don't notice it as often but um it probably would happen like once a week or like twice a month ish
1: okay
0: does it lead like could this cause anxiety or like a depressive state at points because I'm kind of just thinking about this like just talking to you and like all that's crossing my mind is like this is unfair like it's unfair that you're feeling this constantly and like me and Joe are not feeling this constantly and you know how do you I guess just kind of like keep your mental state with that like does does it ever feel unfair to you does it annoy you like how do you kind of deal with it because it's a condition you're obviously aware of
2: yeah um so when it first really started happening um and they didn't really have a name for it um it was like pretty scary at first um and it yeah i did get like really frustrated or upset at times like like yeah but um now i guess i'm just like used to it and i've just sort of accepted that like this is just how it's going to be sometimes and there's no point in being upset over it because then I'm just wasting my time being upset when I could just be trying to have a good time even though I'm not really living presently. Right well it
1: seems like now that it only happens you know maybe once a week or once a month or or something like that that you know the and you kind of attributed to it earlier to being comfortable so I think as long as you're comfortable then you can kind of have a sort of grip on it is that accurate
2: yeah i think so okay
0: is when you're not experiencing derealization is your reality heightened or not really like like i know you said it's not kind of like an on-off switch where you snap out of it but do you ever you know does i don't know are you like super present when you are present or no
2: um it well it's hard to say like obviously i don't I like I can't say what normal is for other people but I would say like yeah probably pretty normal
0: yeah we also like live in this age now where people have placed such importance on like being present and like mindfulness you know that's that's kind of like it feels like a newer term of like be mindful be present stop looking at your phone all the time like take in your surroundings make these memories and it's like like you can't all the time which is like yeah <laughs> um, yeah that
2: can be frustrating because um like the other night um I was out at a hockey game with some friends and um uh I was on my phone because I was feeling sort of like disconnected and I was just like trying to ignore it um and the mascot at the game like came up and like was giving me shit for being on my phone and I was like uh-huh. like buddy like I don't want to have a panic attack like <laughs>
0: wow that's wow (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's funny of course of all people comes up to you is that
1: something that's accurate that you're like i mean that is like prevalent in your life that you know people have taken notice that you do experience this or like can they pinpoint when it's happening or are you like good at kind of holding it in
2: um i think i'm pretty good at hiding it usually um a lot of the times it goes like hand in hand with anxiety so um it is harder for me to hide being overly anxious so people notice that um and sometimes like people will notice I'm like completely spaced out of a conversation and like I'm not listening to them at all um but yeah besides that I think it's not really that noticeable I wouldn't say
0: what about um relationships like forming you know whether it be like romantic relationships new friendships. Um, is this something that you're kind of open about because it is so hard to explain, um, and and does it affect relationships at all?
2: Um. Yeah. Because it is really hard to explain. I usually just like don't unless it comes up. So, um, uh, my boyfriend right now, um, listening to this podcast will be the first time he's hearing about this. <laughs> no
0: way. How um, does this always happen? I don't know. <laughs>
2: um. And yeah. Um. I've told like. I talked to my mom about it once before and some friends, but it's sort of because it is so hard to explain. It sort of feels like frustrating, like trying to explain it to people. So usually I just like don't cause it's just easier to just like pretend it's not happening than trying to like explain it. And then just like looking at me weird.
0: Yeah, that's, that's tough because I think of how hard it is to explain. Um, and hey, boyfriend, listening. I hope you respect her for coming on and sharing
1: because
0: that's not easy. You're brave. You said you're a little anxious for the call. It's your first time, kind of saying this, um, and he's gonna find out. So if he has a problem with it, you you come let us know. Oh my God, we're gonna talk to him. <laughs> but uh, no, but that's 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 cool to hear. So hopefully, you guys have a, a good conversation about it after.
2: Yeah, we probably will. <laughs>
0: Um, is there anything that you would want to say to people listening? Um, because like I said before, I think how common this is, there's going to be people out there that, you know, maybe experience this more than the average person, maybe experience it all the time and are now starting to, um, be able to define what that is and understand that they're not alone in this. Um, so is there anything that you would want to say to them about, you know, maybe seeking certain treatment or, you know, thing, things that they can do?
2: Um, yeah, well, I think um like the biggest thing that helped me was like actually finally putting a name on it. so hopefully just that in itself will be helpful., um, uh, but yeah, I guess um, if it's something that's like really affecting your daily life, um like I would say like seek therapy or um confide in like a friend that you really trust. Um, there's nothing like wrong with you. It's just something that you're dealing with and Um, just like anything else, it's always easier to deal with things if you're, um, like if you have someone going through it with you, I guess.
0: Yeah, totally. And it, I think that's, that's the thing about this. People are definitely not alone, you know, who are experiencing this. Um, yeah. And I mean, hopefully this helps shed some light, um, for people who are, you know, experiencing this and, uh, I don't want to say like spread the word, but you know, it's, it's, It's good to get these things out there yeah for sure cool um well we really really thank you you know for coming on um like like we said before i know it's not something that's easy to talk about um but you know we thank you for sharing this and doing your best to explain something that's really really hard to explain
2: yeah no problem thank you so much for having me
0: all right have a good one you too Our first sponsor is honey and honey is a free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And you know how great it feels to save and saving with honey feels honestly even better than that. If for me, it feels like when you wash your sheets finally and then like that first night of sleep you get, it's that's how good that, that feels to save with honey. Uh, honey is right on your browser so once you install it you don't have to do anything you literally just shop online the way you normally would the other day i was buying uh, a bunch of like toiletries and stuff to like stock up in my house uh random promo code popped up it saved me 30% off the entire order so that's money that i would not have saved if i didn't have honey um Basically, free money. And Honey has found it's over 18 million members, over $2 billion in savings. Uh, They support over 30,000 stores online. Macy's, Target, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. They're adding more stores every day. uh, And it has over 100,000 five-star reviews on the the Google Chrome store. So, serious. People are uh, loving Honey and saving a ton of money. And you get it for free and it installs in just a few seconds, literally. If you go to your computer right now, it'll be on your desktop in like five seconds. Uh, you get it for free at joinhoney.com slash OPL. That's joinhoney.com slash OPL. Go save some money.
1: The thing with the, these episodes is that's interesting is that it's like... I feel like I still don't have an answer of what it is. And it's like, I'm but like that, I feel like that's the point also. Like it's something you can't really explain, but it's, you can kind of just keep giving examples. So you can try and wrap your mind around it. Like even the aphantasian thing is like aphantasia thing. is like, I was like, going to say, <laughs> I said affentation thing. Uh, aphantasia thing is still sort of a mystery to me. I think I have a grip on what it is. And I guess you could say like just visualizing people's faces and like, you know, whatever. Um, but with this, I kind of feel like everyone does this thing, but they just do it more and they can't really explain. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's so many forms of it too, I feel like. Yeah. Like the feeling I have when I'm like, uh, looking at myself in the mirror and being like, is this what people see when they see me? And then me looking at myself drunk in the mirror, those are different feelings, but they're kind of the same.
0: I think... I mean, we're, we're, we're fighting for simplified explanations for something very complicated, something that's psychiatric and happening in your mind. And I mean, you're right. We'll never truly understand these things because we'll never experience it the way that people who have it are experiencing it. Um, But yeah, I think both those examples you gave, I think it, I would say falls under the umbrella of like dissociative behavior i don't even know what to call it but yeah. like just that you know when you just those glimpses of like whoa i just had a weird outer body experience right. um and for us it could just be flashes for someone like her a very long time right. which is hard like like i said to her it's just uh, if i was in that situation i think i would have a very hard time at first um not feeling frustrated all the time Mm -hmm. knowing that it's not the norm um because it's not something she always experiences but it's something that she experiences a lot
1: yeah the the idea that you don't have control of your own body is terrifying to me as someone who's like a control freak and that's the same reason why i don't particularly love flying is because we can't pull over Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know and i have no control over the situation it's just up in the air and it's just going and uh it's kind of one of those things and especially because it's not that I'm afraid of flying. It's I'm afraid of having anxiety on a plane, you know? And like the plane, I don't, I don't have anxiety about it going down. I have anxiety about, am I going to have a panic attack on this thing? And then I can't pull over and get fresh air. And It's like, the feeling of, yeah, you're out of control. You're so it's, if you're out of control of your body and that causes anxiety, it's like, Ugh. I can't imagine having that like all the time.
0: If you're ever riding the subway with me and that thing stops between stations, like I'm freaking out inside every single time. Like I have it under control. I look cool on the outside, but similar to that. It's just when like now there's a situation I can't get out of. Um, but you can though. Wow.
1: See, I would have that if I didn't feel like I could open up the back door and just walk out of this tunnel. Uh, I never
0: thought about that.
1: That makes me feel but better. But now you're on the train. like
0: stuck in a tunnel, another train. How are you like stuck going?
1: in a tunnel? You just walk the tracks. I don't know. You eventually They're you get electric. To a They're not electric. The third rail's electric. <laughs> I don't know which, where's first, where's third. do <laughs> Don't step on any style. rail. Just keep going. There's straight. rats. There's oh. rats. That is scary. I'll give you that. I'll give you that there's scary All rats. All right. But I
0: get your point. That's extreme. I never thought of that exit strategy. It's also,
1: I'll tell you this, it's the third rail from the platform. So the one closest to the outer wall. Perfect. Thank so you. stay inner and keep going inner and keep going. And if a train comes You hug the wall.
0: Yeah, you're welcome people. There you go uh, great advice <laughs> but yes, and that's the same reason why I like to like Strategically map out like okay wherever i'm gonna be in the city like I know There's like a, a public restroom that's like pretty clean in this area or like I know I can go here Right, like I have this like map in my mind. Yes, because like that's another fear It's like if I gotta go I got and there's shit. nowhere to go Yeah, dude, <laughs> um don't know if this has anything to do with the realization. No, what were you I, saying oh being out of control yeah, yeah, yeah. and that frustration of, right the right.
1: idea of like we have so many like especially me and you we have all these things where it's like we need to be in control and we need to like whatever even if you're going to be out of control in a situation of like we're going to your uncle's house and like that's what it's going to be and you don't have a say it's like all right well if i'm going to there or if i'm going to this bar that i have to go to in the city for this birthday thing that i'm not familiar with i'm going to want to know like some places around Mm -hmm, there mm are like, what's the bathroom situation? I always want
0: to know my like exact route home, how easy it is, where it is. I think we're like deep down inside. I think we're very anxious people. Yeah. We're freaks. Anxiety
1: ridden. Yeah. But we're just, we keep
0: it so cool on the outside.
1: But preparation makes you less anxious. Like I don't, I don't deal with too much anxiety because I do, feel like i'm good at preparation
0: right because you want you're convincing yourself that you still have control over a situation which really none of us have control over anything of course not but we don't think about that no um we bury it yes deep deep down inside (laughs) um yeah, yeah until it makes our stomachs hurt all the time exactly um but with her i think one thing that i thought about when she was talking is the mascot story right it's like funny you can laugh at it but it's like this mascot went up. He's like, Oh, what's this girl doing? She's on her phone. She's like, imagine she turned around to a guy in like a dog suit and was like, I'm actually experiencing derealization right now. I feel like a constantly having an outer body experience and nothing is real and I can't live in the pre-. like the mascot would be like, What?
1: Like, what are you talking about?
0: But it just goes to show, like, of course, you never know what's going on in someone's life, you never know what's going on inside a person, and I think you know, one thing that I've realized as I've gotten older, and for some reason, I feel like I've gotten more anxious as I get older, in a way, or like weird anxieties that I, you just don't have as a kid, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I start to realize like how unfair it is sometimes to try to like force fun on a person, you know, or force someone to be social, or force someone to be an extrovert, or, you know, like criticize them in ways or joke with them if they're not you know like her at the hockey game maybe her phone was grounding her because of what she's experiencing and you know i think just realizing how many people experience their own versions of like anxiety um you know it's you can't just like push people to like you know be super present right now be fun right now turn it on and so many of us i think hide those moments when we are feeling anxious um I don't know, this is like a weird PSA that it's turned into about, you know, don't push people to be, but I I just think talking to her about derealization gave me the realization that, you know, whether it's derealization or just anxiety or something, it's, uh, it it just helps to kind of step back and take a second before assuming everyone should feel the way that you're feeling in the moment. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm getting at.
1: Right. Yeah. Well said. Uh, well if, if you guys uh, want to reach out Because you think you have something for the show Definitely don't hesitate Go to OPLshow.com slash contact Send us an email And uh, we'll go through it and schedule something out
0: Yes we will uh, Follow us on Instagram at opl podcast We've got video clips A bunch of stuff there uh, Leave a rating and a re- review That's so hard to say Rating and review Rating and review I try to say it so fast yep. On iTunes That helps uh, Let's keep the show growing Thank you guys.
1: Yep, that is all. We'll see you guys next time.